News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hespin. This is On The Mark, brought to you by the amazing people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Ask them about it. Tell them Mark sent you. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the Village Inn. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. They live and breathe that motto and uh, join the Cunis family like I have. Best decision I made in 2020. All right. Uh, well, the show was going to start off a little different, and then we get the breaking news last night about Antonio Brown uh, signing with the Buccaneers, so I would have talked a little bit about Thursday Night Football, uh, but now I'm just going to skip over that. I-, I will quickly say on Thursday Night Football, uh, I think the Eagles can start to get rolling, and I don't know why we're so critical of Carson Wentz. He is doing things that the people like Daniel Jones right now aren't doing. Winning games with absolutely nothing around him, uh, I, I think I think still thinks Carson Wentz is a is a fantastic talent, and as a fan of my team, as a Bears fan, I would love to have Carson Wentz. <laughs> I would not be complaining at all about Carson Wentz if I had him, uh, and so uh, I thought it was a great comeback win for the Eagles. Uh, get a win, I think the Eagles uh, can start to put their stamp. <laughs> On the NFC East. Sadly, though, uh, losing to Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Now they're talking about a high ankle sprain that might require surgery. I mean, this might be it for Deshaun Jackson. And, and the, the Eagles have got to do uh, reinvest heavily, uh, maybe at the trade deadline here, but it, it definitely in the offseason through the draft and the offseason. They need offensive line depth and they need to get depth at the playmaker position. Uh, this Fulgham kid is fun to watch, but. Come on now. So, uh, obviously, quicker thoughts on Thursday Night Football. Uh, And now here at episode 59 of On the Mark on this uh, Saturday, uh, uh, October 24th, let's dive into the biggest news in the world of sports, Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. So, Antonio Brown completes the uh, super team narrative of Tom Brady building in Tampa Bay, signing a one-year deal. Uh, Numbers aren't really out yet. For the uh, 32-year-old wide receiver in his deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, obviously Antonio Brown had to wait until at least after eight, week eight to play in the NFL. So he was uh, suspended for the first four weeks, uh, eight weeks, excuse me, of this season after being uh, put on the commissioner's exempt list all of last season. So in reality. Antonio Brown uh, has been suspended or prevented from playing in the league uh, for the better part of over a year now, well over 16 games in the NFL. And uh, Antonio Brown, uh, obviously, all of that stems from the last time we saw Antonio Brown is when he was in a Patriots uniform uh, catching, uh, what what did he have? I, I wrote it down here. He had uh, one game with Tom Brady, four catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown in that uh, blowout win over Miami last year. 
the reason Brown has not been in the NFL for the past year and a half uh, because of the uh, the Patriots letting him go after the sexual misconduct allegations against Antonio Brown from an artist who was working in his home in 2017. Uh, he pleaded also no contest back in June to felony burglary and battery charges, as well as uh, misdemeanor charges uh, this past January uh, with that moving truck company outside of his home in uh, Hollywood, Florida. Uh, really, since he's left the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's been nothing but really bad social media and really bad accusations and charges against him overall. Uh, okay, the, obviously the sexual misconduct uh, allegation, extremely bad. The uh, the stuff with the the moving truck and some property damage. I mean, that, it's just more. That's just more the stuff that it seems like a cry for help, right? So uh, let me put this into context. Let me first start by saying, I'm happy as a fan of my team. Whether you whatever your team is out there that you're listening to, maybe you're a Cowboys fan or a, a Chiefs fan. A lot of them here in the tri-state area. Bears fan like myself. Whatever your team is, I, if I'm a fan of of any team this morning. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty happy that my team didn't sign Antonio Brown. I got to be honest. Even if I'm an Eagles fan, I just talked about it, them needing uh, weapons and depth. There is a ton of wide receiver talent out there, and there is a ton of young wide receiver talent out there. And there's enough guys to where if you feel like your team needs a boost to wide receiver position, there's guys you can sign and or make a trade for. And there's a lot of teams that have an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. I would argue the Dallas Cowboys could easily look to move a guy, a Michael Gallup, you know, if they want to start rebuilding or if they're looking to uh, help their offensive line or get some uh, playmaker on defense. There's some guys available. There's some guys out there that you could call about. Uh, without having to deal with the drama that bringing Antonio Brown brings. Especially for the Seattle Seahawks. The only other team, and it looked like uh, even just two, three days ago, it was going to be Seattle or bust for Antonio Brown. Honestly, I kind of forgotten about the Tom Brady ties and the connection and him wanting Antonio Brown. Uh, and if I'm a fan of Seattle this morning, I'm so happy that I don't have to deal with the headache that is Antonio Brown. Now, I feel like... If there's going to be one person uh, besides Tom Brady who could really manage Antonio Brown and 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 build uh, and and build a kind of shield around him and, and keep the distractions out of the locker room, Russell Wilson would be a, a guy I would trust in that. But again, your team's five and zero. Oh, you're rolling. Metcalf is is coming on as a top five wide receiver in the league. Lockett's still great. Uh, you have strength at that position. You really need help on the defensive side. Do you want to then worry about the traction? What if you bring him in and then you lose immediately? Then it's like, oh, are you guys distracted? I, I think it's, um, I think it's a better safe than sorry for a lot of teams not signing Antonio Brown. Personally, Antonio Brown is not the kind of redemption story that I'm rooting for in sports either. I'll just be honest. Personally, Antonio Brown is the person I'm done with. Uh, you know, one alleg one sexual misconduct allegation is too many, in my opinion, for a lot of these guys where you've already made your money. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, just go away. I mean, you, you made the mistake of wanting out of Pittsburgh in the first place because you were mad that Juju Smith-Schuster was getting catches. Well, now you're going to be in Tampa 
with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski and two good running backs. It's going to be really interesting. Now, on the flip side for Tampa, this is all Tom Brady. This is all Tom Brady. This is this is starting to look like um, Brady's kind of moving into Le- the LeBron phase, right? What happened when LeBron gets to gets to L.A.? Move out all the young guys. Get me my guy. Give me Anthony Davis. I don't want when he went back to Cleveland. I, I don't want Andrew Wiggins. Uh, get me Kevin Love. Get the guys I want. It's just a very LeBron feel to it for Tom Brady. Ah, no, no, no. Hey, listen, I'm in Tampa now. Give me give me Gronk. Go get Leonard Fournette. I want Antonio Brown. As soon as he's available, make it happen. I mean, Bruce Arians said back in March he didn't think that Antonio Brown would be a good fit for this team. Uh, too much of a diva wide receiver. So, obviously, this has a lot to do with Brady. Now, Brady, I think it says a little bit about Brady's character as well, and also what Brady feels about this offense and where they're at right now. It, the offense for Tampa hasn't been clicking. Now, they put a beat down on the Packers, and man, was that glorious. It was lovely. But a lot of that was stemmed by their defense making plays, and we talked about it. And I think it wasn't too unknown that the defense was going to carry Tampa through the first couple of weeks as the offense got going. But I think it says a lot about how Tom Brady feels about this Tampa Bay offense right now and where his relationships are with the wide receiver. If he's willing to deal with the backlash and the drama that bringing in Antonio Brown is now, we're not expecting Antonio Brown to be ready to actually play until after week eight. So look for week nine against new Orleans. It could be uh, the time that uh, Antonio Brown makes his uh, Tampa Bay bucks debut. The only other thing I'll say to this is I think it is interesting to think the reason, if Tom Brady really does like Antonio Brown this much, I think that's, first of all, A, that says something about Brady. I'm not really going to get into it. I'll let you draw those own conclusions, especially with, you know, I personally done with Antonio Brown, not, not worth my time. Very worth Tom Brady's time. I think that's a little interesting. I'll also say that what if, what if Antonio Brown had been a model citizen, a good human being, didn't have the sexual misconduct allegations come out against him, and everything worked out in uh, in New England. Would Tom Brady still be in New England with Antonio Brown right now? I'm like, hey, you got me, my guy. I got my my playmaker. Now I got, I, now I have, uh, you know, the 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 deep threat, the wide receiver that I've been looking for in New England. I don't know. It's something to think about. Uh, you know, good for Brady, I guess. I don't think this this doesn't move the needle a ton for me for the Bucks. I still like the Bucks. I still think the Bucks are a Super Bowl contender. This doesn't put them over the hump. I don't think this is as impactful as even Le'Veon Bell to the Chiefs. I got to be honest. I don't know what Antonio Brown is like. Right, what kind of shape he's in right now, uh, and and who knows. When Antonio Brown pops up, drama and 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 uh, bad headlines seem to follow. So uh, I'll wait to see. I'll make more of a judgment on this move and and how great of a move it was for Tampa uh, in five six weeks from now. I do think personally, though, for every team that didn't sign him, it's not a loss. It's not a huge loss. I, it, it, you know, 
I could be proven wrong that Antonio Brown could come out and have a thousand yards the next couple of weeks, five, six touchdowns, and help lead Tampa to a Super Bowl and be a model citizen. Then you could all say we could all sit here and be play the what if game. Well, why didn't so and so sign him? What if so and so sign him? You know, it, this could be. Let's be honest. Let's could be this. This this could just be the only situation it, it actually might have a chance for working for Antonio Brown. So we'll wait and see. Uh, that's has been headline number one. You're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. All right. Has been headline number two. Has been headlines on the mark. Big Ten football is back, baby. Woo! If you know me uh, and you listen to this show, uh, you know, we're on episode 59 as of now. So if you've been listening, you know, I'm a Big Ten guy. Grew up, obviously, in Chicagoland, Big Ten country. Uh, I went to Northern Illinois University, a, a Maction. I'm all about the Maction, and that's coming back soon. Uh, uh, Wisconsin showed up last night, uh, putting a beat down on Illinois. Never a big Illinois fan, I got to be honest. Uh, and uh, they got themselves a rookie, uh, a freshman quarterback. Looked good, looked really good. Um, but Big Ten football is back, and, and it makes the college football season so much more interesting right now on, on a couple different levels. So let's let's get into this here. Uh, first off, A, Big Ten is now playing catch-up, right? The other the other leagues are five, four or five weeks in. Uh, so now that they're getting some COVID outbreaks, we see which Mizzou's game against Florida being moved, now they're playing Kentucky. The Big Ten doesn't have as much luxury in that, right? They don't have as much of the uh, of the uh, ability now to uh, to deal with the COVID outbreaks if and when they come, because they have less time now to play these games. They're they're trying to fit it in in a tighter schedule. Also, for these guys like a Justin Fields, who are, were a Heisman candidate, they got a lot of catching up to do if they want to be in that Heisman Trophy. Uh, you know, t- conversation, and now they don't even get the the benefit of the good weather to put up the cheap numbers, right? <laughs> you don't get to 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 be down on an FCS school or a MAC school early on in in September when it's eighty degrees in Columbus and and put up some numbers. You know, in the South, the weather's still good. It might get a little rainy, a little chillier. Um, you also, as from what appears from Wisconsin last night, it doesn't seem like many or if all of the Big Ten schools are going to have fans. I think that's interesting. It's going to play a little bit of a, a factor for some of these games. But, let, but let's be real honest about what the Big Ten being back means. What the Big Ten being back means is Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, they now got to play. They got to up their level of a little bit of flawless football. I talked a lot about this last week with Saban being sick with COVID. Uh, is that Alabama is in the driver's seat now, especially after beating Georgia. Alabama can lose a game. I still think they're in. Al- the, I'm talking about the playoff, the 14 playoff. Clemson can lose a game. I still think they're in. Now, if either of those teams lose two games or more, that's a different conversation. But I still think from the eye test, from uh, everything we've seen from them so far, the talent we know they have, Alabama and Clemson, I think, are kind of mortal locks at this point into the college football playoff. Georgia now has to play some flawless football. Georgia has to show up, and they really can't have let-ups. Uh, Georgia is, uh, is the heat is on a little bit uh, for Georgia football. 
And I think that's a good thing. You know, we want these teams to feel that, uh, to feel that pressure to, uh, to me, to, for these games to mean something for them to get into the playoff. That's what college football is all about. Uh, so Georgia, the pressure's on Notre Dame. Now the pressure is on. I think it's a, it's an increased, a heightened pressure for Notre Dame. If they lose a game, that could mean they fall out of the playoff race uh, for uh, a spot at one of those top four spots. You know, Georgia's got Kentucky next week. They just played spoiler. Uh, they're off this week. They, they've fallen down to number four. And then what it means conversely for the Big Ten, Ohio State, they have it made right now. They are they are go undefeated and they're in. Ohio State has a... A, a a a golden ticket to the college football playoff if they go undefeated. Now Ohio State only has to play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. They only have two currently ranked opponents on that schedule. Number eight, Penn State, and number eighteen, Michigan. Now I think if Ohio State goes undefeated and puts up good numbers and puts on a show, they're in no matter what. I think it's helpful for them. If Penn State is undefeated by the time they play next week and Michigan is undefeated by the time they play in week eight, in the final week of the Big Ten season. I will say this, Michigan, Penn State, they have better chances to make it into the college football playoff undefeated than I think Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is a better team then Michigan and Penn State right now. I really do, especially if they this freshman quarterback, they stick with him and he's electric. But Michigan and Penn State have the tougher schedule. So they, if they can run the schedule because they play Ohio State, will mean something. So, for example, uh, Michigan has to play both Penn State and Ohio State. Ohio State, like there, there's just a little more of a of a... Hey, you go undefeated, Michigan or Penn State, I think you're in. I think you're in as well. So Ohio State's got it made. They have a fairly easy schedule. If they're undefeated, they're one of the top four. And I think uh, with them would be Georgia if they stand undefeated, Alabama and Clemson. That's your four. Now, the Big Ten has a chance to get someone in. If it's not Ohio State, I think the best chance is Penn State or Michigan. They got to be undefeated. Wisconsin... If they go undefeated and uh, there's no other undefeateds in the Big Ten, and maybe Georgia loses the second game and you know Notre Dame loses the game, I think I test if Wisconsin puts up big numbers, they have a chance. So there you go. Excited for the Big Ten to be back. Cannot wait to watch some Big Ten football today. We'll talk more about some of the games we're watching for a little bit later on in the show. You're listening on the mark on News Talk 1070, KHMO, and the KHMO app. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. A lot of good gambling this weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, you get all that from me on Twitter. We're going to have some fun with it for sure. Uh, on the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai Faith Family, giving back 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. When we come back, we got NFL Week 7 preview. We'll go through the games. I'll give you my thoughts. I'll give you my lock, my upset, my toss-up. 
bad week last week for that. Uh, we're trying to make better on it this week. Stick around. You'll sound on the mark on Newstalk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot. Battling blood cancer, rely on Gift of Life Marrow Registry to provide life-saving stem cell and bone marrow transplants at a time when every minute matters. To help us continue providing our life-saving services during these unprecedented times, volunteer donors between 18 and 35 years old can request a registration kit to be delivered to their home by visiting giftoflife.org. When your kit arrives, just swab inside your cheek with the cotton swabs and return it in the postage paid envelope. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back down the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. They are the number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Located at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy on 36 between Maine and, uh, and uh, Broadway. A fantastic tell Jason Buxman and the sales staff that Mark sent you, the Mr. and Mrs. team, my guy Larry Diesel. I'm telling you, being part of the Cunis family, life-changing for me. It feels so great. feels so taken care of. The process was so simple. I still can't believe they got me into the truck they did. They can work miracles for you as well. Visit CunisQuincy.com. All right. Week 7 NFL preview. Uh, last week, I'll be honest, I'm, I missed on my, uh, on my lock and my uh, toss-up. Oh, no, wait. I my lock right. I had my lock right last week. I had the uh No, wait a minute. I'm all I'm all messed up. I had my I had my upset right. I had Atlanta. That was awesome. New England was my lock. I don't know what happened there. And toss up. I thought Green Bay was going to be competitive. Uh they weren't. I was kind of okay with being wrong in that one. <laughs> Steve Miles is going furious in his car right now. Uh, all right, uh, let's get into it. It's got a lot of games, a lot to get to. Who's on a bye this week? Uh, Colts, Dolphins, Vikings, Ravens. Oh, speaking of the Dolphins really quick, love that they're going to Tua right now. They got to. They got to see what he's like because there's there's going to be good quarterback talent in this draft, and with how much Burrow and Herbert have popped, got to see if uh, Tua has that it, if he has that pop, and they can build around him. I think they can, and I think uh, – Tua's going to win some games for him. I'm excited to watch it. Let's start uh, Sunday at noon. Falcons and Lions. This one is in Atlanta. Atlanta comes back off their first win. Uh, Atlanta is actually favored in this game. I think this one is a total uh, uh, high-scoring, bad defense affair. But I actually like the Lions in this game. I think the Lions have more playmakers on defense. Uh, they're both not playing great defense, but I think they have just as much firepower in offense. I think Stafford's got a better arm. Uh, uh, you know, Matt Ryan's got better weapons, maybe barely. You know, uh, with the, depending on the health of Julio Jones, uh, I like the Lions. It's going to be a, a, maybe a garbage game, some fun, hopefully high scoring. Uh, but I like the Lions to get right. I told you a couple weeks ago, I think the Lions could pull off some wins here. And uh, all of a sudden, we'd be talking about them in the hunt. I, I, I don't know if they're fighting for Matt Patricia or not. Uh, but, uh, hey, Lions could. Uh, I, I like the Lions in this spot against the Falcons. Browns, Bengals. Now, Baker Mayfield, I think, has a big bounce back game. I think that Baker Mayfield um, looked overwhelmed, lost, and uh, and rightfully so, took a lot of criticism this week against being embarrassed by the Steelers. They had a chance to show that they were in, in that class, and they, they pooped the bed big time. They really, really did. Uh, I think the Browns bounce, bounce back against the Bengals. They have a lot more talent than the Bengals on both sides of the football. Burrow's the better quarterback, no doubt about it in my mind. 
but he's working with a lot less. I will say this. I think it's closer. Cleveland uh, minus three. I think that's about right. I, I think it's a field goal late. I think the Bengals make it interesting late. The Browns come out hair on fire, ready to prove the world. And let's be honest, Baker's numbers have not been great in his career. The one team he beats up on, the Bengals. And the Bengals still aren't uh, good defensively. So I think he beats up on them. I, I like the Browns that game. Steelers-Titans, this is my toss-up this week. Steelers getting a point and a half. I actually like the Titans in this game. And I think it's interesting because both of these teams last week lost real key pieces to their strength. They lost real key pieces to their strength. Devin Bush, linebacker for Steelers, ACL out. That hurts. He's a signal caller. I, uh, you know, uh, if you listen to the show, my buddy Dan Vasco, Steelers expert uh, reporter in uh, in South Carolina, he was telling me, he's like, that's going to hurt this defense. He's a signal caller a guy who gets people in the right positions. Now, the Steelers' defense is still stacked. I still love Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. But that hurts. A strength of theirs, was it took a hit. And the Titans, meanwhile, a strength of theirs, their offensive line, took a hit. They lost Taylor Lewan, the tackle. Uh, again, ACL pop out for the season. I still think, though, the Titans uh, will be able to run the ball Derrick Henry has been a monster, especially the past two weeks. Tannehill is playing out of his mind. Uh, I think that the Steelers don't have as much of an identity offensively as the Titans do. I think it's going to be a fun game. I can't wait to watch it. This is one of those games where I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad my Bears are playing Monday night so I can just kind of focus in on this game. Two good teams. Uh, Toss-up, I think it could go either way. If the Steelers win, I think Chase Claypool has a big day. I'll take the Titans. I'm not betting this game line-wise. I think one and a half is tough. Uh, If I'm going to take anything, I'll take the Titans on the money line just purely to win. It's more of a gut feeling. Also, let it be known, the Titans haven't left Nashville now in like a month and a half because of the COVID stuff, and then they've been at home. That's something to keep an eye on. They've been home for a long time. And I think that plays well into a, into a team. Just maybe something sneaky uh, on a su- on a Sunday at noon, like the Titans. Uh, Saints hosting the Panthers. I don't want to overthink it. Saints off a bye. They're great off a bye. Panthers have been fun, but I think they showed up against a good, de- a great defense like the Bears showed you what the Panthers are. Very limited offensively. And that's not Teddy Bridgewater's fault. I don't blame Bridgewater. I think just without McCaffrey limitations, I don't know if he's back yet in this game. I don't know if the Saints cover the seven because I think the Panthers could make it interesting late. But I think the Saints off a bye, they're historically great off a bye with Sean Payton. I think uh, they're back in the dome, home. I like the uh, the Saints to to win a to win one here. Closer at the end, maybe. Uh, I, I think the Panthers cover. I gotta be honest, but uh, I like the Saints. Uh, Bills Jets Buffalo getting ten. I take it. I take it. Again, I I don't think we overthink this one. People are maybe down on Buffalo. They lost the Titans and the Chiefs the last two weeks. Now, defensively, they're bad. I think the Jets will move the ball. I I think they will from whatever pieces they might have. But I think the Bills just, they take out anger and frustration of the past two weeks, getting kind of embarrassed by the elite of the AFC out on the Jets. I, I think they just pound them. I I would bet that line if it was minus 13. I think this could be 27-10 easy, this game. 
I, I really, really do. The Jets are absolute worst team in the league. Bills are going to be coming, uh, playing angry uh, and wanting to uh, get back uh, to uh, to their the ways they were winning and 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 show them like, hey, we got roughed up by two great teams in the AFC. Let's uh, take some frustration out in the Jets. That's an easy one. That is my lock of the week: Bills at Jets. No way Bills lose that game. If they do, Bills are total frauds and they got huge, huge issues. <laughs> I mean, massive issues. Uh, and uh, that would be fun to talk about for next week, but I don't think they will. Uh, Cowboys football team. Uh, this is in uh, Washington. Washington's quarterback situation right now is just a mess. I think the Cowboys get right. I think the Cowboys win this one. Uh, I think it's an ugly game like we saw with the uh, Giants and the uh, and the Eagles. Not a fun one to watch. Uh, I think the Cowboys offensively have enough. The only way Washington wins this game really is if Claypool and that defensive front really, really manhandle the Cowboys offensive line, which is possible. And the Cowboys defense makes any quarterback and offense look good. But I think the Cowboys find a way to win this game. They have so much offensive talent. I think I, I just... I hate this game. I wouldn't bet it. I hate it, but I'm going to take the Cowboys. <laughs> it's good. The more I say that I, I I'm taking the Cowboys, the more I'm like I should take Washington. It's just it's messing with my head. It's an it's a poop game. I I don't like that one at all. Uh, let's move on. Packers Texans. I love the Packers in this spot. Love, 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 love the Packers in this spot. I think they're only they're only favored by three and a half. I would take the Packers in favor by a touchdown. Angry Aaron Rodgers. They were embarrassed on national TV in the game of the week. Rodgers salty all week. I, uh, if you're a Packers fan, you got to love when Rodgers is salty. That's when he comes out, hair on fire. The Texans' defense is bad. The Packers' offensive line, I think, can handle the rush of the Texans. I don't. It wouldn't shock me if this game is like ten seven early, and then you look in the like midway through the second, all of a sudden it's like twenty four seven. You're like, wait, what happened? Packers are just uh, blowing them out. Um, the magic of the of the Bill O'Brien era being gone is uh, is is dead. Uh, I like the over in this game as well, fifty seven. I think there's going to be points in this game. Texans will tack on a couple late touchdowns, uh, but Aaron Rodgers comes out. And like I, I wouldn't be shocked if you're getting a four touchdown, uh, three hundred and fifty yard game from Aaron Rodgers. It, he, I've I've watched too much Aaron Rodgers football. <laughs> I know what this Aaron Rodgers is like. And and let's be honest, if the Packers don't come out like that and they don't run the ball against a bad Texans defense, and Aaron doesn't come out angry trying to prove the world on fire, like get back right, then I think the Packers have bigger problems. Because uh, the Packers, the Packers uh, got manhandled last week, so they need to come out and show, hey, we can manhandle teams, and uh, and they got to get after Deshaun. Deshaun can make plays; uh, he's very good. Uh, Texans just uh, just are in a bad spot right now, so uh, the Packers better manhandle them. I like the Packers big again. I would take the points. I I, I would take it if the line was seven. Honestly, uh, Bucks Raiders. This was supposed to be Sunday night. They moved it because of some positive Raiders tests. Those are now come back negative, cautionary stuff. I like uh, I like the uh, Raider. I like the Raiders if it was Sunday night football. Is that weird? I don't like them as much now that it's not Sunday night football. And this is just one of those spots where the Bucks had a huge emotional win. 
Defense played great. They're not going to play as great. The Raiders, they're coming off their emotional win by week. There's just something to this game. I think it's close. I wouldn't bet it. I like the Bucs because I think they keep rolling. I think offensively the Bucs can get uh, can get right against a bad Raiders defense. But I it wouldn't shock me if the Raiders are up 21-17 or 24-21 at some point in time in the fourth. Is that is that weird to say? I just have a feeling that and then Brady pulls it out. I don't think it's a by any means a, a gorgeous Bucks win. Uh, but if you had to choose, I'll take the Bucks. Chiefs, Broncos, don't overthink it. Broncos coming off a huge emotional win against New England. Chiefs come rolling in, and I think they just roll them. It's eight. I'd take the Chiefs in eight. I like the Chiefs big in this game. Uh, I like the Chiefs defense to get after and make uh, Drew Locke feel uncomfortable. Uh, I like the Chiefs to put up points in, in Denver at mile high. Uh, it's going to be cold. This could be a snowy, wintry mix game. Uh, I just love the Chiefs running the ball. I think you see them, what they did against Buffalo. You're going to come out and you're just going to feed Edwards Alaire. You're going to get a lot of Le'Veon Bell. And Patrick Mahomes uh, is going to be uh, is going to be enjoying uh, staying upright and staying clean. Clean jersey for Patrick Mahomes Sunday afternoon. Niners Patriots. Love the Patriots in this spot. Again, this one is one of those too easy to predict. Niners coming off a big emotional win, uh, uh, you know, against the Rams, national TV game. They look great. They got to travel all the way to New England. Jimmy G, uh, you know, revenge game. Patriots looked like garbage against the Broncos. So they've been uh, getting their butts chewed out by Belichick all week. Love, love, love the Patriots to bounce back in a big way. Lines two and a half. I would take New England in the points. I think they win by at least three or more. I love New England in this game. I think they get, uh, they come out and they reassert themselves as, hey, Cam, what you saw the first couple of weeks, a lot of focus from New England, uh, actually being able to practice all week. That's huge for them. Jags, Chargers. Ugh, ugh, I don't want any part of this. I like the Chargers just because of Herbert. I'll take the Chargers because of Herbert. I don't like the Chargers minus seven and a half. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want a one in four team with seven and a half point favorites. Stay away from that. I would take the money line of the Chargers though, just as a favor, uh, just to win. Uh, finally, Seahawks and uh, Cardinals wrap up Sunday's action. This is a huge game for Arizona. Huge, huge game. They get the spotlight. They get Sunday night football. They're four and two. Is Arizona for real? Love Seattle in this game. Love Seattle in this game. Uh, I I I think that uh, Arizona's defense has playmakers. Buda Baker's obviously a special talent, uh, but I love I love Russell Wilson's matchup against uh, the Seattle uh, the Arizona defense, especially with Metcalf. He's been uh, fantastic lately. I think that Arizona's offense is shifty and good and they're going to put up points. I would I love the over in this game. It's 55. I take that big time over in this game. I think this could be 30 33. I mean this this could get high scoring. Uh two defenses that aren't great and honestly uh, uh offenses that are electric and guys that uh Kyler Murray is going to want to show up against the uh, the MVP Russell Wilson. Yeah, I think Russell uh, on Sunday Night Football just marked that as a W. He's electric on Sunday Night Football. Take the Seahawks. Um, 
Three and a half. I guess I think it's a field goal game, so I'd stay away from the three and a half. I like the Seahawks, so. Monday Night Football, Bears and Rams. It is my upset of the week. The Rams are favored by six. They got embarrassed last week against the Niners. I think they get embarrassed again against the Chicago Bears. In L.A., primetime Mac versus Donald. The two best uh, defensive uh, uh, players in the league, in my opinion. Mac uh, was was great against Carolina. I think he stays hot. The Bears, Foles, they relish the chance to be on national TV. You saw what they did against the Bucks. This defense loves to shine on national TV. The Bears have the two highest rated corners in all of the NFL right now uh, by Pro Football Focus. Fuller and the rookie Jalen Johnson have been great. I don't trust me. I think the Rams will put up points. I don't think the Bears defense shuts them out. I like the Bears certainly to cover the six. I take them in the upset special of the week 27 17 in a win over the Rams on Monday Night Football. Love my Bears here. Rams, I, I said it before, they have great defensive players. I don't love their defense as a whole. I think the Bears will find a way to run the ball a little bit, get Montgomery in space. Big Nick, uh, I think he shows up on the spotlight. Uh, I love Allen Robinson in this game. Uh, See what they do against uh, Jalen Ramsey. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Bears upset special. And you know I'll be betting it, so follow me on Twitter, at Mark Hespin. We'll talk it. Uh, You're listening on the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. That is our week NFL 7 preview. Brought to you by cutest country, Honda Hyundai, faith, family, giving back. When we come back, little World Series talk. What we'll watch for, we'll start to wrap up the show. You're listening on the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot. An American is sexually assaulted. The majority of victims know their attacker. It could be your friend, your neighbor, or someone you met at a party. If you said no, it's rape, and it's a crime. This is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Call the National Sexual Assault Hotline today at 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by RAIN and this station. JC Auto and Truck. Daytime highs approaching 48. Northeasterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies again tonight, 37. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow. Highs level off around 49. Chance for mixed precipitation Monday. Chance for scattered showers on Tuesday. A dusting of snow Monday night. Right now, 37. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app, wherever you may be listening. Brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, it's simple. Go over to Cunis Country, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across the Village Inn. I was just actually uh, talking with Jason Buxman, the general sales manager, just the other day. And he was telling me, he's like, Mark, if you get the chance, you got to mention, they're getting all the new 2021s in. So now that the new 2021s are coming in, they get massive deals on the 2020s. Or you could be the first one to get yourself into a brand new 2021 Palisade and everything else that uh, Honda and Hyundai have to offer. Check them out. You won't regret it. Shop online. That's what I did. Found my truck online. Went into the dealership. I said, hey, Jason, I want this truck. I got terrible credit. What can we do? They made it happen. CunisQuincy.com. 
cunisquincy.com faith family giving back tell them mark sent you all right uh i want to quickly talk a little world series um the, the, the dodgers are in complete control at this point in time they're up 2-1 now they won 6-2 last night bueller 10 k's in a majestic performance from him uh just uh i mean that's that's as ace like as you can get and i think the um the Dodgers did something really interesting, you know, in that game two, kind of just trying to piece people together and throw things at the wall and let the the Rays put their ace out there, Snell, and get a W, and uh, and then knowing that they were going to come back with Bueller, and now you have a chance to win tonight, go up three one, and then have your other ace Kershaw on the mound on Sunday. I think the way the pitching is laid out for the Dodgers has worked out brilliantly if they can get a win tonight. Um, and, and let's be, be honest. It's all about the bats right now. It's all about the bats. The the, the Rays are being outscored 20 to 9 in 3 games in this series right now. 20 to 9. You know, it's just just not it's just not good enough. The bats are the the, the pitching isn't there and the bats aren't there right now. Then they can come alive. And Lowe was great in game two. And and uh, Rosarena, you know, don't count him out. That kid has been special all postseason long. Uh, but it just it, it's so crazy when you watch this Dodgers lineup and and, and how it, it doesn't matter even if Betts is having an off night. You have Bellinger, you have Seeger, you have Turner. I mean, these so many guys, just so many guys and. Uh, uh, you know, it looks like the Dodgers are in complete control. Now, can uh, do I count the Rays out? Totally no. They got a bunch of guys who could throw heat and, and get hot at any minute and and, and 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 certainly hitters who can get hot, but the Dodgers have set themselves up really well. And I mean, they're just they're just outscoring the Rays big time. That's as simple. 20 to, 20 to 9. So the only stat you need to know, why are the Rays down two games one in this series so far through three? 20 to 9. <laughs> Just not, not even scoring half the runs that the Dodgers are right now. And uh, g- game four tonight, 7 o'clock. Tune in. I will be. And uh, can they get it into Kershaw's hands 3-1 on Sunday? That's the storyline. That's what we're going to be looking for. All right, when we come back, what we're watching for, uh, we'll wrap it up there. A couple things that I think are can't-miss games and can't-miss events. And a big NASCAR race this weekend. Live and local, it's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot of Talk 1070 KHMO. Well, welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country, Honda Hyundai, Faith Family Giving Back. That's Cunis Country. Check them out, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. All right, as we uh, we uh, wrap the show, we like to do at the end of every show, just the last couple minutes, say uh, give you a little taste of what I'm watching for this weekend. And that way, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. And we can just uh, go at it, have some fun, talk shop, and uh, and bet some games, have a little fun, and, uh, and, and enjoy it. So, obviously, Big Ten football pack, Ohio State, Nebraska, 11 o'clock today. Keep my eye out for that. A couple other big games, though, that I think are going to be interesting. If you're looking for something on the other TV this morning, the 11 a.m. hour, North Carolina, number 14, number 23, NC State. Both teams for uh, only one loss. You know, UNC, uh, they can can they get back in it? Can they get and stay undefeated by the time they play, uh, be a one-loss team by the time they play uh, Clemson and make it really, really interesting and really fun? Uh, we'll see. 
Um, obviously, Alabama, Tennessee will be fun to watch for in the afternoon. Uh, Pittsburgh, at, uh, number th- host no- number three, Notre Dame. Number six, Oklahoma State versus number 17, Iowa State. And then number eight, Penn State, Indiana later on in the middle of the afternoon. Is Penn State for real? Can they be undefeated? Can they put a lick in on Indiana and then have the uh, the the be ready to go next week against Ohio State? And then the nightcap game I'm looking forward to, Michigan, Minnesota. Number 18, Michigan. Number 21, Minnesota. Minnesota also has a weird slight outside chance to make the playoff if they go undefeated and get big wins because they got Michigan, they got Penn State, and I think they have Wisconsin as well. So if they go undefeated and and are impressive, who knows? Maybe Minnesota has a chance to represent the Big Ten. Uh, That's what I'm watching for, obviously. MLB tonight, game four, seven. We just talked about it. NASCAR at Texas tomorrow, 2 o'clock local time here uh, in uh, Central Time. Joey Logano winning last week. Huge. That is huge because now, to me, the the guys who've been the best drivers all season, the four best, Harvick, Hamlin, Keselowski, and Elliott, one of them is not now guaranteed now not going to make the final race, the chance for the the sprint for the the championship in the final race. So, getting a win is crucial. Now, if uh, you know Truex Jr. or Bowman or the other guys, can they sneak a win today? Bush, can they sneak a win day and take another spot? Uh, excuse me, tomorrow and sp- sneak another spot away from Harvick, Hamlin, Keslowski, and Elliott. Love my guy Keslowski this week. He's had some t- success at Texas, not recently as much. Uh, they ran great last week. Love, love, love. Uh, I got a little, I got a little, you know, a sprinkle on Keslowski this week. But uh, Hamlin, Harvick, Keslowski, Elliott, the heat is really on now. Uh, that Logano stole one of those spots, and Logano's had a good season, but you know the big four from this year. Now one of them is not going to have a chance. For a championship, that, and that is uh, a fascinating thing to watch in NASCAR. NASCAR has done such a great job with this playoff and making it interesting, and they have certainly drawn me back in 100%. Now that we got Bubba Wallace, the 23, Michael Jordan, can't wait for that next year. It's going to be so much fun. This has been On the Mark, brought to you by uh, K- uh, our friends at Cunis Country, Honda, Hyundai, Faith, Family, Giving Back. Tell them Mark sent you. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Hespin. Uh, as always, appreciate you making me a part of your morning. I This is my favorite hour of my week. Come in here on a Saturday, uh, talk a little sports. Hopefully you all enjoy it. I will see you bright and early next week for another edition of On the Mark. If you missed any part of this, uh, just check us out on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show on Facebook. On the mark, K-H-M-O. See you next week, everyone.